to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I am so delighted to have you. Um, If you guys didn't already listen to episode number 27, it's pretty awesome. Um, I have always been super curious about therapy dogs, and I knew, you know, stuff about therapy dogs to a certain extent, but my wonderful guest Leah Frick really just gave us more insight into what it takes to train a therapy dog and be a therapy dog team, and um, I'm so grateful that she took the time. Um, It's really awesome to be able to connect with all these lovely dog people um, through the Instagram. So yeah, Um, if you haven't already listened, give that a listen. Um, I hope you guys are digging um, when sometimes I throw two episodes at you in one week. (laughs) It's really fun and I love it. I love this podcast. It makes me so happy and I'm so motivated. So, you know, when I have the time and I've got the topics, I'm going to do my best to give you a Wednesday and a Friday episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. Um, Also, shout out to um, the wonderful people who leave reviews on this podcast. Um, I am going to read a review at the end of this episode. Um, So thank you. I see them. I appreciate them. It makes me very, very happy to see the podcast reviews. I am back from another hike. Does it feel like all I do is hike? It should feel like that because this month I've been doing a lot of hiking Um, and that's very intentional. Like I very much plan my schedule so that I can do a lot of hiking. Um, If you guys follow me on Instagram at a good feeling underscore NCO, I posted a um, picture on Monday just kind of talking about like how it's so important to spend time doing the things that you love. Um, And I just want to reiterate that there is always enough time Make time to do the things that fill up your cup because ultimately, if your cup isn't full, you're not going to be able to show up for your dog the way that you could if you were actually like energized and motivated. And that really kind of segues into what I want to talk about on today's episode. Um, I want to talk about how great it is that you get to show up for your dog show up how, show up, um, I'm using show up figuratively, right? Not, well, literally in a sense too, but um, I think it's important to recognize that it is a privilege to be able to show up for our dogs, train our dogs, exercise our dogs, feed our dogs nutritious meals. Um, I think that sometimes we get bogged down in the details and we feel like we have to do all of this stuff with our dogs. And what I want to challenge you to do is I want you to look at it as you get to do these things with your dog. Um, If you didn't listen to, I can't remember what episode it is, I'll link it up in the show notes, but um, why your mindset matters in dog training. I touched on some of this in that previous episode, but It's kind of on my mind, so I wanted to reiterate and kind of bring it up 
um, more in this episode. So yeah, I want you to really think about that you have the privilege and the opportunity to show up for your dog and that you don't have to. It doesn't have to bog you down. It doesn't have to be this negative thing. It can be this wonderful, positive opportunity. And I... I am telling you that if you can go into your interactions with your dog thinking that way, you are going to get so much more out of your interaction with your dog. And I promise you, your dog is going to get so much more out of that interaction too. Um, I was not always a super great dog owner right? Like when I was younger, um, I didn't have my shit together. I was kind of a hot mess. Um, I remember the very first time I went to an agility class with Sunny. Um, I was like 45 minutes late because I took a nap and didn't wake up in time. And then I proceeded to like miss many classes and not do homework. Like I get it. Like I understand that life is busy and sometimes we're overwhelmed, but I'm telling you that if you can show up for your dog, if you can make the time and view it as the brilliant opportunity that it is, your life will be greatly improved. And in turn, your dog's life will also be greatly improved. So you know, let's talk about how you can show up for your dog. So like I already mentioned, it's very important that you have your attitude right um, before you start an interaction with your dog. If you're grumpy, if you're pissed off, if you're like, "Um, I I don't have time for you, then, you know, your interaction with your dog probably isn't going to go so great. But if you take a deep breath and you look into their beautiful, soulful eyes and appreciate the moment with them and the opportunity to take a break from whatever else in your life that is distracting you, overwhelming you, weighing you down, like I seriously am getting emotional thinking about like how profound it is to literally like take the time to be in the moment with your dog. Um... I have often been accused of being annoyingly optimistic and positive, and I take that as a compliment, and I ain't going to stop. So if you don't want to hear positive messages, this probably isn't the podcast or the Instagram feed for you, Um, but appreciate the moment, okay? So make sure your attitude is right and really be present in the moment with your dog. Um, When it comes to training, formal training, right? Marking and rewarding, clicking and treating. Um, It doesn't have to be perfect, right? I think that there's like this weird, I feel like it's a fear, right? Like we're afraid to do the training because we're afraid we're not going to do it right. Well, I am here to give you permission (laughs) to do the training and not do it perfectly. If you are using kindness, if you are using mutual respect, you really can't get it wrong. Like, sure, maybe your click is not at the perfect time. Maybe your reward delivery needs improvement. But that happens by doing actually doing the training and doing the work. And that's not possible if you don't just show up to start the training session. So don't feel like you have to be a perfect dog trainer. That doesn't matter, right? And ultimately, dog training isn't for anyone else except for you and your dog. I know that in you know this day and age of social media, um, it I think it can be scary to put yourself out there, right? Like, oh, what if someone comments? Like, oh, well, 
well, your clicker timing is not very good. Um, if they comment on that, shame on them. And I think what that really reflects is the discomfort that that person is experiencing in their own life. Um, I do my best every day to leave encouragement encouragement um, on people's training videos. If you had the courage to share a training video on Instagram, like, bravo, good for you for putting yourself out there and just showing up and doing the work and learning and growing as you go. Okay, so um, I, I want to encourage the dog community to show up and support each other, you know, and I know that a lot of you are wonderful dog owners. And I know I have some fantastic like dog trainers and dog professionals that listen too. And I want to encourage all of you to rally around each other and create a community in which people aren't afraid to share training videos, share struggles, share wins out of fear of criticism. Um, I practice kindness in every interaction, whether it's with dogs, people, cats, birds, bugs. I did rescue a fly from inside our house. It was very annoying and I thought about swatting it, but I didn't. I cupped it in my hand and I let it outside. And I promise you, if you practice kindness, you will get it back, right? So show up, do the training. Who cares what anyone else thinks? If people leave negative comments, remember, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about something that they have going on in their own lives. And the only way to get better at dog training is to actually do the dog training. <laughs> like you literally have to show up and do it. You've got to get the treat pouch. You've got to get the high value rewards and you've got to mark and reward. You've got to dispense those rewards and you've got to work through it. And I'm not saying that every training session is perfect, but what I am saying is that if you have your attitude right and you show up and try, you're still going to find something to celebrate and there's still going to be a win. I know that sometimes it feels like wins are small. And, you know, you guys have heard me talk about Waylon and I's journey probably more than you really want to know about, but... um. It took me a while to figure out that like small wins are still wins and being super self-critical does no one any good, right? Not you, not your dog, not the people around you. So it's not about perfection. It's about celebrating the small stuff and growing and learning as you go. And you know, you guys have heard me say this before, but if you are overwhelmed with your dog's behavior, right? Like I am not trying to diminish that behavior problems are stressful. They're overwhelming. Aggression is no joke. Resource guarding is no joke. Separation anxiety is no joke. But if you want to make change in that behavior, you got to make Moves. And if you don't feel like you know what move to make, you need to hire the help of a positive reinforcement trainer to guide you. I am happy to help you guys with that. I am. Um, Colorado people, if you are in my service area, I would love to meet you in person and help you in person. If you are not in Colorado, hey, welcome to the internet, right? Skype calls. Oh my gosh, we can get so much accomplished talking to each other, even just virtually. I'm telling you. And if you want to work with someone in person in your area, please send me a DM on Instagram. I would be delighted to connect you with someone who can improve your life and your dog's life. Okay, so you got to show up and you got to do the training. I think it's also important that you celebrate you. I know that this podcast is about dog training, but it's equally about you celebrating you as well as celebrating the victories with your dog. 
if you are not happy, if your life is not where you want it to be, I think you need to take a deep breath. (sighs) Yeah. Take a deep breath and realize that like you can change. Your life can be what you want it to be. Life is overwhelming. Life is complicated. It is messy. But that doesn't mean that you can't change and get to a happier place, right? Um, This is something that I'm constantly evolving and working on, right? Um, I didn't used to understand like the work-life balance thing. I'm just kind of getting my toes wet and like that I can live my life and also work and find a new way to show up and be present, not only for myself, but also for my dog. So remember that it's important that you're taking time to not only celebrate you, but give yourself outlets, self-care, decompression. Um, I'm sorry if you just heard that (laughs) loud groan. That's Tiva laying at my feet. Uh, I'm telling you guys, it's very hard to keep dog noise out of this podcast. I do my best, but here we are. Um, you got to build that stuff into your life so that you can be more mentally and emotionally happy and in turn show up better for your dog. Yeah. Um, and I have said this before. I'll say it again. I'm sure you'll hear it so many times on this podcast. You'll be sick of hearing it, but it's definitely worth repeating. You must enjoy the journey. I am a true believer in the the fact that dogs make us better versions of ourselves. I would seriously be in a weird place in life if it wasn't for Sunny who chose me at the shelter that day. I hope you can feel like how real that is for me. My life is defined so much by the brilliant dogs that I get to spend my time with. And that's a profound thing. And I'm not saying that it's always pretty. I'm not saying that like I'm a fabulous trainer and I don't get frustrated. Like that's not the point I'm trying to make. But the point I'm trying to make is if you can go into your interactions with your dog, recognizing that like they're going to teach you and make you a better person it can make being in those frustrating moments a lot easier. Um, Humor. You must have a sense of humor. In dog training, you absolutely have to be able to laugh at yourself. You guys have heard me talk about how Waylon has literally dragged me down before. Like, I have had some really embarrassing moments attached to dogs, okay? Like, it just is life. It just is what it is. I'm sure if you have human kids, I'm sure that they've embarrassed you in the same way. I'm sure if you have a partner, a spouse, a friend, like, embarrassment happens. And what you have to be able to do is laugh it off and just move on. Because if you're constantly frustrated that all your dog does is embarrass you, then, you know, it's not going to be a very fun journey. It's probably going to be pretty painful. And I think, honestly, that's why a lot of people, you know, reach for negative training, punishment-averse-based training, because they're frustrated and they don't know how to laugh things off. So then they just want to, like, yell and hit their dog. Like, that really must suck. I don't want to do that. And I'm not saying that I haven't gotten frustrated and yelled at my dogs because I have. But I'm always trying to be better and not get to that point. And I tell you what, if there's anything that Waylon has taught me, it is to never take yourself too seriously. Um, I was out on a hike with my mom today. If you guys don't follow us on the gram, my mom is a total badass and she comes hiking with me and the many dogs that I bring along and never bats an eyelash. She is the best. But we were reminiscing about 
in the spring, we were hiking on a trail and we pulled off the side of the trail because another dog was coming by and Waylon's leash got wrapped behind my legs and he lunged to say hi to this dog and wiped me out completely. Like seriously, my legs were in the air and I was like ass on the ground. It was so embarrassing and these people did not know what to do. Like they were really embarrassed for me. (laughs) But you know what I did is I stood up I was kind of mad for a second, I'm not going to lie, but then my mom is the best. She just started laughing and I started laughing and we just kept going, right? Like in that moment, I easily could have been so mad at Waylon and yelled at him and smacked him, but like Waylon's intentions weren't to make me look like a total asshole, right? Like not his intentions. It just happened. But really the moral of the story here is that like we all find ourselves in embarrassing situations with our dogs. Like Instagram is really great at like presenting like life is so perfect. My dogs are amazing. We always look so good together. Like the pictures on my Instagram feed are awesome, right? Like, and I want to celebrate those, but I want you guys to know that like embarrassing things happen to me too. You're not alone. Okay, so I hope that this inspires you to show up and do the work with your dog, regardless of the fact that sometimes it's embarrassing and sometimes it's frustrating because ultimately you get to enjoy the journey with your dog and you get to be a better person while you're at it. So you guys, that's all I have for you today. Um, I am going to do two live Ask the Trainers on Instagram. So if you have training questions and you want me to answer them for free on the Instagram, be sure to follow me at a good feeling underscore NCO. I'm going to do two live Ask the Trainers. Um, I'm going to do one on Friday when this episode will come out. So if you're listening right now and it's Friday, make sure that at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, you are on Instagram. You can catch my live there. And then I'm also going to do one on the following Monday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Okay, so if you have training questions, be sure to watch the live. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I am not exactly sure how to like make the whole Instagram live thing happening, but I think it's going to work. I think it's going to work out really well. And ultimately, I'm going to learn something and be better at it the next time. So it's all in your attitude, ladies and gentlemen. So have a beautiful weekend and smooch those lovely puppies for me. And I am already looking forward to the next episode. So I just wanted to share with you um, the latest review of Disorderly Dogs on Apple Podcasts. Um, It's entitled Keep Up the Great Work. So many great topics. Thanks for understanding the benefit of and promoting chiropractic care for dogs. I love listening while driving to and from client homes. And that is from my wonderful veterinarian, um, Dr. Caitlin Leonard. So thank you so much, girl. I really appreciate it. Um, And guys, if you like this podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Do you want to be able to trust your dog off-leash? Do you want to improve your relationship with your dog? A dog with a trustworthy recall gets way more opportunities to adventure and be a dog. Let's be honest, having a dog that doesn't come when called really kind of sucks. So, do you want to make your life easier? Do you want to learn how to train a trustworthy recall? Do you have 10 minutes a day to devote to training for just 30 days? Check out my online course, Trustworthy Recalls. 
I give you step-by-step instructions for teaching a trustworthy recall with just 10 minutes a day for 30 days. You can learn more about trustworthy recalls at agfdogtraining.com. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com. Thank you.